Hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted, where we are all about having better conversations and uh, thinking more deeply and critically about faith, life, and leadership. And today I'm here with our second special guest, Sean Glasson. How hey. are you doing, Sean? I'm doing great. I'm a little, little nervous. You're a little nervous? <laughs> I'm used to being on the other side through the camera. Yeah, you've been helping film this thing. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? It's, it's cool. It's I cool. Like it. I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah. Okay. I can't say enough. That's awesome. Well, let me uh, give everybody who's listening or watching a little bit of background. Sean joined staff not that long ago, and nope. he is our worship director, and he's been crushing it. He's been doing such an awesome job. It's been super oh. fun. And then I thought this would, this, uh, this would be a really <laughs> fun chance for people to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking over there, and I'm seeing notes. And, and <laughs> I think this is funny because you don't know what's coming. I have no idea what you're But gonna... you still came prepared. <laughs> Like this is who you are. Like yeah, you come prepared no matter what. <laughs> I have no idea what you're gonna say, so that's what makes it nervous. I love it. This is so great. Okay, very very cool. Um, <laughs> uh, first, I just want to like have people maybe get a little glimpse inside who Sean is. So, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your family? Tell sure, me about your family. Sure. So, believe it or not, I grew up on a dairy farm. Oh, that's great. And um, a lot of people, you know, they know me from my, you know, rock and background with rock music. But I actually started my first introduction into music was Johnny Cash. Oh, that's great. George Jones. All of the really old country, country and Western. You haven't mm -hmm. heard that in a long time. Remember country and Western? Yeah, totally. You're right. And so I actually grew up with more like watching Hee Haw. <laughs> and uh, my dad... You know, he loved country music, but he was a really super hard worker. And we, being on a dairy farm, anybody who's farmed with uh, dairy knows you have to milk the cows at least twice a day. Some people do three times a day, which means you have to get up at four in the morning. So uh, I had, to, you know, I had a really great work ethic as a kid because that's what I knew. You know, in the morning before school, get up you know, uh, get the cows ready and, and, and my dad would milk the cows and then I had to get ready for school. Yeah. But you also have to get the barn smell off, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was always really nervous about like changing my clothes cause I didn't want to go to school and have the smell of the barn. But it was just, it was an awesome life that I didn't realize until I got older. You know, it, it was, it was a lot of work, but I just learned a lot about life on that farm. That's amazing. And I was able, you know, because I didn't, you know, when you're on a farm, you don't have a lot of people to hang and a lot of friends because, you know, they're farther away. They're spread apart. So I had to keep myself occupied. And that was with the guitar. That's amazing. So at the age of around five, I started playing guitar and my, uh, my mother and her whole side of the family is very musical. So my grandpa taught me how to play oh, wow. and I started playing when I was really young and, um, Really didn't like it a real lot when I was younger because everybody just had me play the same three country chords over and over again. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, no, it's something funny. I just want to relate to you for a second. Um, my earliest memories growing up are hearing country music in the barn because when, oh, when I was wow. six years old, we sold the cows yeah. and did strawberries. And so at six years old, I remember like being in the, in the barn and hearing country music blaring over the radio. So I just thought that it's just so interesting to like hear you talk yeah. about that. But you say you're playing guitar and they always played you, had you play the same three chords. Yeah. You know, and, and so it was like, okay, you know, I'll play guitar. I had an older brother, uh, my older brother, Brent, and he started playing steel guitar, which oh, is really cool. Yeah. And, uh, but he just would sit me down and 
make me play the same three chords over and over again while he practiced. And uh, so I got really good at rhythm guitar. For uh, sure. And then as I got a little older, you know, it's kind of like, okay, it's, you know, not really that into it. But then when I got older and I heard uh, an album, a friend of mine brought over a Van Halen album. <laughs> what oh, what a like, crazy difference that must have been. Like, when I rock heard, your world. When I heard Edward Van Halen play guitar, I was like, I have to do this. Somehow I have to figure out how he's doing this. It was just such, I, like, I couldn't figure, like, it was so amazing to me. Wow. So um, that was kind of the start of something. <laughs> I can imagine. And um, so, you know, I, I got... Uh, Hope this doesn't get too long story. No, you're, this is great. I want to hear everything. <laughs> so then as I got a little older, I started getting into bands. And I was actually a pretty good guitar player at a younger age, so I was in playing with a lot of kids that were older than me. So like when I was in 13, I was playing in bands, you know, with uh, kids that were 17, 18, which led me in a lot of places I probably shouldn't have been in, <laughs> in things and playing places. But... Um, then when I got a little older and I decided I wanted to maybe make it a career, so I actually moved out to Seattle for a year and a half, and then I moved out to Los Angeles. And I was in Los Angeles working with a band for about four years. What was that like? It was really, um, you know, there's something about L.A., you know, you see that what everybody thinks it's a great place, and there are a lot of great things about Los Angeles, but there's a really, there's an underside to Los Angeles that a lot of people don't know. And it's, it's imagine a cake with a, this great frosting. It looks so great to eat, yeah. you know, but then when you cut into it, it's all rotted in the middle. Um, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of that, a lot of the underside of what everything looks glitzy and glamorous in Los Angeles. There's, there's a dark side there. I've, I want to go back and film some of the areas because I know all the good and all the bad. I was there for four years and I know all the, you know, the spots and I, I know what it's like and to see people struggling. A lot of people came there and had, you know, broken dreams and that. And, um, but for me, it was, uh, it was an amazing experience of learning. I, I can tell you that I learned probably more, way more in Los Angeles than I did, you know, as I went through college and that. So it was um, just an amazing experience. And I was playing in uh, on the, what they call the Sunset Strip. I was in a band there that, you know, we played places like the Ros Roxy and the Whiskey. And these were like famous places that we got to play. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool thing. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that's crazy. So you, you experienced such a unique world in those four years. Um, I'm just curious, like, why'd you, why'd you leave? Well, you know, as I started, you know, it always felt like there was something missing. And I was doing the music and I was, you know, it, you kind of get off in, in a direction. You know, I, I love the Lord, but I just, I was in my own world. I kind of had got pulled into, you know, everything about what I want to do with my music career. And it just always felt a little empty. And I was kind of searching and I got a job offer back in Wisconsin. And uh, so I took the job and I moved back because I missed my family. Yeah. And I started to see, like I said, that kind of that dark underbelly of the music world in uh, Los Angeles. And I just, you know, I've seen things in Los Angeles that, you know, you, you would be like, I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> you know, like, I would have never thought of that. You yeah, know, I've yeah. seen some atrocious things and, you know, it really made me think about what do I really want?
And I realized that's not really what I wanted. So I moved back and still loving my music, you know, doing some things. And I got in some bands back here. But then I started um, going to Ripping Community Church. How, why did you like choose to even show up on the first time? I'm just curious. I was a little nervous. It was like we're in the beginning. Of, you, you know, you guys haven't, hadn't been going that long. And I, um, I'd heard about it a little bit. And I thought I'm going to go there. And I was really nervous going in a little bit, even though I'd been to church. And, uh, you know, my, my family was um, Methodist and I'd been to church. And uh, so I understood, you know, going to church. It's still a little nervous with me with my long hair and everything. And I, I walked in and I remember I was like, I wonder, you know, am I dressed right or whatever? And I walk into, you know, Ripping Community Church, and the first thing I see is there's this guy with a black leather jacket and hair down to his waist sitting in, you know, in, in one of the back uh, chairs. And I'm like, That's so great. Oh, I'm sitting next to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. And I, I started to look around, and I seen everybody, you know, just, you know, they were, they were there for the Lord, you know, and it wasn't, it just felt very comfortable right away. Oh, it just amazing. felt like I fit in almost immediately. It was just, it was such an awesome feeling. And uh, so after a while, I just, I asked, you know, uh, if could I maybe play guitar? So I started playing guitar a little bit. And um, that's, I think, really when I really started to grow a lot spiritually and um, ask the Lord into my life, you know. And um, one of the things that I remember uh, really uh fondly is uh, we also you were on Saturdays you were doing some things at mugs and we were you know yeah, yeah. doing some outreach things and I was playing was asked to do that and I went to that and I was playing um maybe there was 40 or 50 people there yeah it wasn't a lot of people and I was doing uh I think it was redeemed a song called redeemed and uh oh rugged cross and I felt this presence within inside of me and that I just, it was the most amazing feeling. I was just, I just, I mean, I still to this day, you know, it just, it makes me, um, I, just, I see, I had a, something that I had never really fully felt to that degree. Okay. Yeah. And what was weird about that is the very next week I was still in the rock band that I was in. Yeah. And we were playing at Rock USA. And we were one of the bands that got to open up for the rock band Kiss. That's crazy. That's incredible. <laughs> On the main stage, and the stage was like a huge. It was like a football field. It was so big. And they had these big, you know, uh, screens that they had. And um, I was... We went out there and we're this little band on this huge stage, you know, and I, I, I was playing and I was like, we were all into it. You know, we were going on and um, while I was playing, um, these cameramen were running around with these cameras and they were running all around. And I was like kind of standing doing a solo like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like playing my solo. And all of a sudden I seen this thing come from between my legs. And it was this guy with a camera. <laughs> he was behind me and he was putting the camera up and he was pulling the camera. And I was like, what's going on? I'm playing the solo. And it was so cool. But, but, but what I really remember about that moment is when I was like, okay, this is, you know, th there was thousands of people there, but I didn't have that feeling. Is it that feeling that I had at Muggs? With, with 40 people, and it was so much more intense. That's incredible. Because I really felt the Holy Spirit, you know, and I really felt the Holy Spirit working through me. And that's when I realized, this is what I want. This is, you know, 
to have the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, there's nothing more powerful than that. That's you know insane. So so, so I want to ask you that. Like, <laughs> that's that's the question. Um, you and we'll get to some more stuff in a little bit, but you have this moment where you're with just a bunch of 40 regular people showing up on a Sunday morning or Saturday night or whenever it was. And then not that long later, you're playing for tons of people on a big stage and the 40 people and the intimacy and the purpose was different. Yes. And that's what you wanted more. So I'm trying to think of the, the, the question that, that has to be asked. Cause there's a question here. Um, has that feeling because it's, it's more than an emotion, right? Like, why is it more than an emotion? And like, why was it so compelling? You know, I think for me, my whole life, you know, I love music. And so it was kind of striving. But when the Holy Spirit works through you, there's a, there's a fulfillment of purpose of doing what, you know, the Lord's will. And the, the feeling of like, actually, it's such a, a feeling of this is where I want to be. Like I, like I'm, I'm where I want to be. And you, you can't get that any, uh, any other way. You know, when you're, when you're on the path and you're asking the Lord, you know, what is my purpose? And then you get to do that and feel that. I don't think, you know, there's anything else that feels better than that. Does that answer your question? Or? It totally answers my question. And it gives me about 500 more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I, I love that because, so you are the worship director here, but worship yeah. is more than singing. <clears throat> worship absolutely. is absolutely singing, but worship is more than that. And, and I'm curious, I mean, you went from music as a performance and as a uh, thing that like is really about like becoming a star, right? Like that's kind of the purpose of a rock band is to be yeah. this yeah. whatever to wanting to focus on being a worship leader. Yeah. Um, how does music, worship music, do you feel like, wh what role does that play for you in a person's life? Like, cause it's not just about worship as in singing like that, cause worship is more than that. How does, how do those two things go together? Like worship as in your life and worship as in worship music. Yeah, I'm curious well, what you think about that. Well, see, I, I was hoping you'd ask a question. <laughs> oh, man, you're really good at anticipating some questions. <laughs> so I just want to read to you, which you, I know you know this verse, but John 4, 23 and 24. Um, but the time is coming, indeed, it's here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Okay. And when you realize that, when you're, you know, it's as, you know, as I come here and I'm, I'm not really leading the worship, the Holy Spirit's leading the worship. I'm helping that to happen, you know? So I'm kind of like a worship helper. <laughs> okay. But, but it's really, uh, it's really the Holy Spirit. You know, it's the Holy Spirit, and you can't accomplish true worship without the Holy Spirit. Yes, I completely agree with you. So you can't accomplish true worship without the Holy Spirit. And then mm -hmm. when you experience worship in this church atmosphere, group of people, 
gathered together and, and God's Holy Spirit is there like in you and you can you can tangibly feel it. God's Holy Spirit is always there, but like you can tangibly feel it. What what kind of um difference does that make? Like you walk out of the door then for you, like what's the hope that that does? My hope is really that we brought people closer to the Lord. And I've, you know, I've seen that and felt that, that people get to experience when you, when you, when you sing to the Lord, it's, it's more than just, you know, you're singing praises to the Lord and that's awesome, but it's also a rejuvenating feeling and it's healing. You can get healing out of just singing to the Lord that the Lord gave us this as a gift. You know, we're singing praises to the Lord, but the Lord really gave us singing and song as a gift to us and i really encourage i know a lot of people are a little afraid to sing and and go out of their comfort zone but it's really worth it it's really worth it when you sing and you can sing in your heart too i know some people that are like well I, i sing but i'm singing in my heart i'm not really singing out loud but there is a truly freeing experience when you just sing to the lord and you don't care about if your voice cracks or whatever. I mean, I remember when I first started, I was a little nervous because I push it pretty hard when I sing. And I'm like, one of these days, my voice is just going to crack and it's just going to be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was worried about it. And I remember one day it happened. Really? Was, oh, yeah. It was a really bad crack. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I started laughing. I was up there and we were doing the song and I started laughing because I realized how ridiculous that was to be worried about that. No kidding. And I realized I was actually, that was awesome because I gave it my all and I knew I gave it my all and yeah, I missed. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares, right? That's awesome. You know, everything that I've read in, in the Bible, the Lord wants our all. He doesn't want, you know, halfway. He wants us to give it our all. So when we sing to the Lord, sometimes I'll ask everybody, you know, just... You can shout, it's okay. You can, you can lift your hands. You can, you know, you can do whatever the Holy Spirit, you know, whatever you feel like you, you know, you're, you want to do. Mm-hmm. And cause I, you know, I think that's really important to just release and really let the Holy Spirit come in. And boy, there's not a better feeling than that. So you said something that reminds me of a comment you made in one of sometimes before a song you'll 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 kind of help us get ready to sing the song yeah and one of the things you said was um worship is healing yes and you just mentioned that how have you experienced worship to be healing for you in your life oh um i you know i've had you know when you're going through and i know everybody every one of us has went through a lot of stress at times went through a lot of issues and uh with, you know, and struggles with the family and everything. And when I would, sometimes I'd be really tired and I'd be like, boy, that's just going to be hard to do Sunday because I'm really tired out, you know. And, uh, but every time after I got done singing, I felt so rejuvenated. I felt like I just slept 12 hours or something and I was like ready to go. And it's amazing the amount of healing that you, you got out of that. And there's been times when one time I was going to sing, and my voice was gone. I was sick and my voice was completely like it wasn't there. And so, well, let's see what happens. We went into the rehearsal and it wasn't there. And I'm like, what should I do? And I remember, you know, um, Mike said, just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I said a prayer and 
I'm telling you, the first note came out. My voice was completely hoarse and gone, clear as a bell the whole time. And I realized if the Lord wants it to happen, it's going to happen. You yeah. don't need to worry about it. You just, you just go for it, you know. And maybe there's times when the Lord doesn't want it to be so good, and that's okay too. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really about just really feeling the Holy Spirit and, and really everybody will uh, – move closer to the Lord when that happens. So that's amazing. I have two more questions for you. It may, maybe more, but two more that are <laughs> in my head right now. The first is this, I've experienced this uh, on plenty of occasions where I just don't want to sing. Yeah. Like I'm just sitting there and I just don't want to sing. I'm tired. I feel far from God. I feel, uh, just, uh, a lack of energy and a lack mm -hmm. of connection and um, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Have you felt that? And if you felt that, like how have you, how have you powered through that? Absolutely. I think everybody has, has felt that. And I think there's times when we come to church, we're very tired. Um, the way that I uh, prepare for that is before I start singing, I always take time to just think about what am I really thankful for? What has the Lord done for yeah. me personally? Uh, what's he done for my family? And um, there's so much to be thankful for the Lord. And uh, that gets me excited. And sometimes I get so excited that I just kind of come out in the first song a little over, maybe a little over, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, when Brett Favre was in the Packers, you know, and he, he would come out and a lot of times all excited in the very first throw, he would throw it 10 feet over everybody's heads. <laughs> Remember that? Totally, totally. Because uh, he was just so excited. So you can get that back. You, know, you just have, you have to pray about it. You have to pray about it to the Lord. And, but spend some time thinking about how much the Lord means to you. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of energy out of that. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, last question-ish thing that I've got for you is uh, um, when we got to have you on staff, we also kind of get to have your family around a little bit. And, and so that's been really fun. So tell us a little bit about your wife and your daughter. I get to have her doing video for, for the um, stage stuff, for the live video. She's been doing that. That's been really cool. But just tell me, tell me about your family a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm married to this wonderful wife. Her name's Elizabeth. And uh, we actually met. I was out and I was... Um, you know, promoting a band I was in and I had these flyers and I seen this really cute girl. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I like, I'm not much for talking to, you know, I'm kind of uh, a little bit shy that way. So I, but I had a flyer and I'm like, Hey, you should come to our show. What a great but, way uh, to do it. <laughs> but, um, I am so blessed. Uh, she's so amazing. So beautiful, both in and out. And then we had our daughter, Priscilla, who's 13 now. Yeah. And, um, she's really into like aerial silk and all a cool That's acrobatic stuff that she can do is pretty amazing. That's so cool. And um, just, um, just so, uh, you know, full of joy to have my family. So they're just great, you know, and I, you know, I, I've learned more from having uh, a child than anything. I think the, the wisdom and, you know, when you have a child, it really does take the focus off yourself a lot. <laughs> yeah. <it laughs> and does. so you, you start to realize, you know, there's a life outside just yourself, right? And so uh, it's just been awesome. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing all of this stuff. 
man, I feel like we could sit and chat about this stuff all day. Oh, yeah. But we don't have all day because we got <laughs> Easter coming up. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. You oh, it's going to be so awesome. I can't we wait. We have uh, the music, and uh, I know the whole service is just it's just going to be wonderful. So yeah, you've told me you about some of the stuff. And like literally when you were showing me like, Hey, this is kind of what we're going to do. I literally got chills. Like, I can't wait to be there. <laughs> so if you're listening right now, you can register. Yeah. So go to the ribbonchurch.com and there's a link to register there. Cause it's going to be awesome. We have three services on Sunday morning. Uh, but then also, uh, thanks for listening. Share this with some people. If you think that they need some encouragement about worship or just want to help them get to know Sean, uh, you can subscribe on YouTube or on Spotify or iTunes, and you can follow us at RCC Unscripted on Instagram. Those are some fun ways to, to share this stuff. But Sean, thank you so much. You are just jumping on here, and, and it, was, it was fantastic. So thank you. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much, too. And, you know, I just want to say if anybody has songs that really touch them, they can uh, send them my way and, I'll, you know, we'll listen to them because I, I really love to do songs that really touch everybody's heart in a certain way. So, man, that's a perfect picture of you wanting to help people like, connect in that way. It's awesome. So thank, thank you. you, everybody, and we will see you next week. See ya. <laughs>